anti-alcohol show for June 24th, 2020. How's it going, everybody? Oh, finally, 105 days since the alcohol as this episode comes out. I did it. I have defeated alcoholism. I am not attracted to gin. I am done. I am strong. I am powerful. <laughs> I have a massive sugar craving. Fuck! Uh, see, the trap that I, I realized that I've been getting into is like, uh, I, 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 whenever I bought some snack, I hoard some like Korean snacks or something, right? Anything chocolate, sugary, all that stuff. I, I, I start like eating nonstop, you know, and then. I sound probably most tired of this episode and the last four episodes, you know, because I'll, I'll be frank, I, I didn't know that I was going to be this uh, busy, you know, working and stuff. And then also, not only that, um, I just came back from the dentist. Dentist! Um, was it an emergency? No, I just had a cleaning schedule and then I decided to show. And then actually the dental office said that, well, thanks for coming and keeping the appointment. I said, uh, yeah, is everybody fucking flaking right now? It's like, yup. And I'm going to get COVID tested by the time you hear this thing comes out. And then the results. I'll tell you what the results are. Stay tuned. Uh, next week. Which is uh, Canada Day. Holy shit. This is the last episode of June. So, you know, uh, I'll see. I've been getting tested every two, two and a half weeks or so. So this is my third test. It's been negative, negative. I don't have any particular symptoms. Are, are you tired? Uh, not more than the usual. But it's more work-driven at this point. I haven't been you know, fully lifting weight as so much either because I'm just busy working. You know, send so up. As I, again, I said this last week. I said, you don't know that you're continuously working. So as I record this on a Tuesday evening, what the fuck? That is so loud. That's my text message. Um, you know, I have another call coming up in about an hour. <laughs> it's all right. I, it's an important topic. So I'll go, I'll go attack it, you know, deal with that stuff um but you know that, that that's that that's life you know um anyways what did i want to mainly talk about well you know before getting into the main topic of the today which is a robin hood uh i'm gonna say the thing about the speaking out you know as a wrestling fan uh the last week has been uh i, I just like it, it left me speechless the hashtag speak out speaking out has gone around so it has essentially become the me too times up of the uh professional wrestling or the sports entertainment industry and it really ranges everybody up it's usually similar to the way the me too went from the female wrestler talent to the male usually the uh, another talent but sometimes these talents are trainers to trainee or bookers of the events you know those you have a announcer, you have a main executive producer, owner of the promotion. And from the all ranges, referee, you know, I I just go, holy shit. I mean, it ranges from dumbass comment that Sammy Guevara made about, I want to go, God, I want to rape that woman. <clears throat> Joke or not. To a fucking serial behavior of a alleged rapist. Flat out. And yes, I talked about the whole judging on Twitter and all that stuff before, but I get what I say about the whole Cosby situation. Look, it's like it's not one or two incidences. It's multiple. There's clearly a systematic problem 
It's no different from any other industry that this industry has had. Uh, but the fact that like uh, it, it, some are very serial and consistent on this is mind blowing. I never understood dip, dick pics. I'll be honest. I, I never did. I, why are you sending this shit? Nudies and all that stuff. I mean, they're private moments. Two people going out is one thing, but I just sending it to random ass girls. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. It's like, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand foot fetish. Maybe it's, I, I just don't get it. And then the whole trainer, trainee relationship. You know, I, I, I said this before. One of my golden cardinal rules in life is like never at work. You know, like never at work. Re- regardless, I know it's like statistically it's high hitting. The in-office relationships and all that. But then like you as a manager to the subordinate or vice versa or a co-worker at the same level. I, I I never I never like I'll be transparent about life but I never you know inject personal shit into work. I never log into Instagram, Facebook, bank account, all that shit. I never understood people doing that on the work laptop. You know? So I that's why I just stay on my phone. And then people going out, I mean that's their business if they find their significant other, which has happened many times by all means but i i don't like it i never have a good feeling about it you know so i just don't do it and then same for these fucking wrestlers why are you trying to fuck your own student i like i mean yeah the common joke with the modern day wrestlers is like man these guys have been the fans the same geeks that grew up like are you all are you all that desperate i mean i guess it just like just says that they're they're just any other guys, which is I never really put them on such pedestal. Like, oh, fucking Undertaker. But then I just go like, fucking Undertaker's old too. I'm just putting him here as an example. He's not one of the fucking speaking out people. I just picked a big general name that you would understand. So I, I really hope the real criminals that have been highlighted in those uh, speaking outs uh, truly get their punishment through the due process because it is it's unacceptable and then you know for those that are saying hey like you can't just believe every single story and then like blah 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 well right and i'm not equating every single thing as awful i want summer i read through quite a bit of this i mean some are really clearly bad relationships I mean, drunken text behaviors. I I, I kind of go, oh Jesus, dude. You know, it's like other guys have done this before, but then like some threatening behavior, getting confronted for, hey, you cheated on me, and then allegedly putting a knife on the girl's throat, and consistently fucking around with the violent responses. I just go, wow, uh, that's serious, man. And then, or it's not just on women. They're like punching fans, you know, treating other guy, guy to a guy, just like a fucking trash bully behavior. Just, just that fratty behavior that you thought you got rid of. And then some, some excuses that you hear is like, oh man, I come from the old school. It's like, well, that's, that ain't fucking old school. You just flat out robbed the guy. It ain't fucking hazing either. One of the stories that I read. So the guy was, you know, but I I won't go into the details. So. 
You know what? Yeah, and then the UK scene, especially with the emotional manipulation and all that stuff, it's just ser- it's yeah, they gotta sort that shit out. I heard that term before, so I just go, man, whatever. So, not the best times. Uh, if the times are not the best already with the pandemic ongoing, all right. Uh, so the main thing I wanted to talk about today is uh, retail investors and Robinhood. Uh, I'm gonna say it flat out: ban fucking Robinhood. It's fucking irresponsible. And some of you are like, but PK, what? What's wrong with Robinhood? I really, I mean, the the, the backstory of the Robinhood is that hey, it once it came out of the last uh, economic recession of 2008. From the mortgage crisis, and they wanted to democratize the financial, you know, participation of the people. So they came up with a system where they can, where the people, anyone, can participate in the market at a zero uh, transaction fee. Blah 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 blah. And then the people, their retail investors, the, the fucking term that that's been going up. You know, it's retail versus institutional. So institutional investors are like the banks, uh, hedge funds, sovereign funds, mutual funds, ETFs, all those stuff. You know, run by the fund companies, basically, and the fucking money people. Retail investors are like, you know, individual people, households, like, like you and I, you know. Unless I set up my own LLC and call it a fund, then... Then I'm not gonna be called a retail investor. No, I'm fucking around. <laughs> and you know, Robinhood attracted many people, and it still does. You know, it especially in the desperate times like today. And then I say, "Whoa, the retail investors, man!" But I'm just like, these are desperate people, yo. Like it's no different from looting. I'm gonna say that the third time in the last month. It's like it's no different. Dave Portnoy is not a fucking genius, and he knows it. He's just fucking around to get more content out of this in this down, difficult times, you know. And then, unfortunately, like Robin Hood, its its system and way it says it's for the people, democratize the people. I was always guarded on these services. Yes, when I started investing, I was looking for very you know lower feed services, but uh, hopefully reputable. Because the problem is, especially going through buying and selling transition transactions for stocks and options and all those, I want absolute reliability. Especially going up against fucking hedge funds and their fucking high f- frequency trading algorithms. And way Robinhood makes money is like, how does fucking Robinhood make money? Yes, there's Robinhood Gold, which is essentially a margin account, which I'm not gonna get into the details of. But Robinhood, we don't know what their exact business model is. It's not a public company or anything. It's basically for being the front end to all the known existing fucking high-frequency traders in the back, behind the scenes that you don't know about. So you just go, okay, and then they're making money off of that way. And then sometimes the transactions don't go through. They have a fucking error. The system is still like flaky here and there. People complain. I was like, "Hey, you didn't fucking execute my order in time." I mean, I see that shit. I- I'm sorry. This is what happens when you don't get a reputable company doing this shit. And one guy ended up killing himself last week. This kid, twenty year old, 
It's unbelievable. And then the kid killed himself because he was he was trading at how many times of leverage? I don't remember. But I think he started at sixteen thousand dollars, but then he saw the balance of minus seven hundred and thirty thousand on the margin trading account. Uh, at the end of the day. And then it's a temporary it, it's like it's it's temporary because all the transactions haven't settled yet. And Robinhood does not allow uncovered naked options trading. So in reality, the trade that this kid made is limited to the fucking sixteen thousand dollars. It just that the fucking margin didn't fucking like activities didn't fucking settle. And then the UI app and all that just makes it look like it's the overall balance and this kid fucking panicked and killed himself. And I just go, what the fuck? And Robin Hood already felt shady through fucking how the fuck do they make money and then how come some of the transactions don't fucking go through? And how the fuck like Wall Street bets and all these like fucking buy high, say low, motherfucker, you know, people. The tendy people are like, hey, we found this like way to keep, you know, going infinite leverage. So it's like you hear a story like the guy who started at $13,000, $10,000 or some shit, but leverage his trades, keep going up, 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 up. And then he, he fucking like downed himself down to like minus one million. And then like, it's like leverage. We're like, what the fuck is leverage? So if I explain it to you, basically, including the kid who killed himself. So they're going day trading, which is options trading with the margin account and everything. Uh, basically, you're, you're borrowing money uh, for the greater return. So leverage as a concept is basically, if you think about a mortgage, hey, so you buy a house, $200,000 house, but you have $100,000. Then you borrow the other hundred thousand dollars, right? Well, if the house value goes up to twenty two hundred uh, three hundred thousand dollars, it's a hundred thousand dollar gain. But is that hundred thousand dollar gain part of the O? No, it's a separate interest. So you just leverage yourself, you know, one to two to get another hundred thousand gain, right? So that's the idea. And then you're doing that with the intricacies of like buying, selling, calls, puts, you know, all that. All that shit, which I'm not going to get into. And these people don't know what the fuck they're doing. And they don't even know that, like, they're in a covered fucking trade here. There's no naked, I mean, naked trade. So they won't let you go reckless and have Robin Hood just come back and be like, yeah, you really owe us fucking $2 million. You know, that shit. Uh, and then they're usually when they do options trading, you got to sign a whole bunch of waivers and the agreements and understanding and shit. And they have certain criteria that make sure that you don't, you know, you don't, you don't do something reckless, you know, especially for you, but also for the fucking bank doing some stupid shit, you know? So usually I think ally had like six levels and then I think uh, Fidelity had five levels of option traders, and usually it's up to level three. And then that's up. Th- and then after level three is a naked cover, naked cover, and all that shit. So, but the thing is, like Robinhood, like case by case, take care takes care of all these like fucking problems, but never fully addressed as a whole. While they dem- demo- they go like we're democratizing the fucking economy and finances, I'm saying fucking bullshit. And they do a lot of shady shit. And then 
they try to have a checking and savings account. And the first thing that came to my mind is like, wait, are they FDIC insured bank? No, they weren't. It turns out it was like, what the fuck is FDIC? It's like, yeah. So if you if the bank was over down under, it's federally fucking insured by the government. If you watch the movie fucking Heat with Robert De Niro when he fucking robs a bank, he says, "Don't try to be here, here. Don't be. Tr- don't try to be stupid. Your money's fucking insured by the federal government. That FDIC, because it's a fucking bank that is regulated by the government." And Robin Hood tried to attract people with their so-called checking and savings account a couple of years ago. And then it wasn't FDIC approved. And then it was like it had some ridiculous interest rate that was really some other insured through investments. So fuck that shit. But anyway, Robin Hood with a zero fee always bothered me. And then sometimes, what's wrong with zero fee? And then, yes, I look at how much money I spend on the fees for the transactions and everything. I just go, yeah, it would be nice to have some of those fees back, right? But at the same time, the, the pure existence of a fee kind of got me disciplined on whether to pull the trigger or not on each of the fucking transactions. And then it's like, do I really want this? Do I really want to do this? It really made me think with the rest of the commissions and the fees. And yes, Robinhood in a good sense have lowered the bar of these commissions and fees you know, from the traditional firms and then the services like Charles Schwab, Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, you know, all those guys. And E-Trade was Robin Hood before, you know, Robin Hood, right? And I started using Trade King, which was reputable sort, reputable trade, but it was only $5 a fucking commission until they got bought by Ally. So I use Ally as my trading tool. But that was like that was that. And then I found the lowest fee that was reputable and people said it's a good system. You know, this is like people are still charging fucking 15 bucks four years ago. You know, commission and fees. So it, it completely... And then it... I'm sure Robin Hood's mentality is, you know, hey, any attention is a good attention because more and more people are signing up, becoming the retail investors. And... Pulling desperate moves, everybody just like option the fucking twenty year old option trading, and then killing himself. It, it it fucking speaks volumes. And then I think like Michael Burry is like people are gonna commit suicide. It's like, well, this kid happened, you know. But it it just encourages bad behavior and bad economics and bad financial decisions. And I think Robin Hood is fucking flaming the fucking. Like gassing on the top of the fucking flame here. So I hate Robin Hood. I'll say it right outright right here. Their service sucks. Shady as fuck. Just take any user base. As many as possible. So fuck them. Ban Robin Hood. And legalize sports gambling. If you really want to gamble your money away. Do it with some amount of constraint. And constants and variables. That you can fucking control and study. Economy and the financial market, sure. You you have your fucking formula of an intrinsic value of a fucking company, great. But you know what? You cannot account for what the fuck is going on in the entire planet compared to what you what you can fucking study upon. You know, looking at the number of position players on the field, you know, the discrete number of events that could possibly happen, you know. 
when the baseball's getting thrown, when the puck is getting shot to the glass in the corner behind the net. It's a certain tendencies that players always do. And there's certain tendencies and strategies that are so limited and contained. So for that reason, I think sports gambling should be legal if Robin Hood's fucking legal. And ban Robin Hood. Fuck them. If you want to start trading, come to a legitimate service like Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, uh, Merrill Lynch. I, I don't fucking care. Because, oh, it's easy to just get on an app and do it. I was just like, dude, the other companies are much secure, more reliable. And they, they have stepped up their IT game too. So it's not so bad anymore. They have more cash to invest in their system to better serve you. And then now some of you will be like, well, PK, you're just being a fucking old granddad. You're sounding like a fucking Karen. I'm just like, look, I'm looking after you, okay? Just, you don't go out and then just like fucking support whatever new fucking artist just because until you find out that that fucking bitch is a racist prick sexually harassing little kids or some shit, right? Just because it's a hot new thing doesn't mean it's the safest thing. Am I wrong here? But anyways, legalize sports gambling, please. You know, it's it's way easier to study, way 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 less, in my opinion. You know, not macro impact, macro economy, unknown trade deals, the stability of government, currency flow. You know, compared to that, like fucking gamble on hockey, fucking gamble on baseball, gamble on football. That's way easier. Yeah, it, like you don't have to think about all those world problems in sports. In order to win money. Unless you know an inside info. And then you get a fucking corrupt referee like like Tim Donaghy or something. Then it's a different story. Because then it becomes a fucking federal criminal case. It's like, why is that called a fucking foul? And then you just go, oh, because uh, the, the ref's in on this, you know. He was, to- he was told to kind of move the fucking line. That's a different story. But if you want to purely gamble and win money, go do it on sports. It's way easier the number of outcomes and the number of fucking things to study compared to the macroeconomics. Like, oh my god, like, are you gonna be like, you're gonna be watching basketball and then like LeBron starts dunking left and right. It's like, gee, I don't know, I don't know what the BLM protest is really doing to his like fucking vertical game here. No! Fuck that, no! That's not how the fucking sports gambling goes. So, anyway, so I'm gonna leave it there. What do you guys think? Am I, am I being a grouchy fucking old man here? I yes, I'm a little exhausted than the usual because I didn't anticipate that I I would be working this much. <laughs> and then it's already summer. I forget that it's like June 24th, and then I, and I'm like, holy fuck! I missed the summer solstice, so the longest day is over. Oh shit! It's gonna be downhill from here when it comes to sunlight. Anyways, thanks for listening. And then uh, well, uh, I I don't know what else to say. You know, you know, Texas is in trouble. And then this, hey, how do you, how is there a fucking second wave if the first wave never ended, right? So stay safe out there. Go get tested, especially when you find that out that it's free. And then uh, practice social distancing, wear a fucking mask, do all that stuff. This is not over yet. Uh, and then uh, I hope to see you back in June next week. Or no, July next week. Okay.